superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The opportunity to acquire a player of Matthew Stafford's caliber. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Touchdown, L.A. Welcome to L.A. Matthew Stafford. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. And down goes Rodgers. Sacked by Davenport. It's just one game. We've got 16 to go. Earlier on the show. From NBC Sports, Peter King. Still to come. Arizona Cardinals head coach, Cliff Kingsbury. Plus, your phone calls, poll results, and more. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on the show. We will take your calls in the matter of moments before we take the phone call of Arizona Cardinals head coach, Cliff Kingsbury. We'll be calling in in about 20 minutes' time. What a big-time W that was for Arizona on the road. Yep. And they are they have been admittedly totally a complete uh, afterthought for any team that has a shot to win the NFC West. Well, there's San Francisco made the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, they're healthier. Well, there's the Rams, they've got Matthew Stafford now and they're going to look different and that sure happened last night. Well, you got Seattle, they're always going to be Seattle, they're always going to be tough, they're always going to be tight on defense, they're always going to have Russell they're always going to have now DK and Tyler Lockett. That happened in Indianapolis. And then comes Arizona. Man, what a win that was. If you missed uh, any of our first two hours and the conversations about the most disappointing loss of the weekend, the best wins of the weekend, overreaction Monday, Peter King, go to our YouTube feed, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. We're also posting videos, as always, at Rich Eisen Show on Twitter for all of that stuff. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Have not talked yet about what happened with Green Bay, and I will do so right now. Green Bay Packers yesterday showed up as if they forgot it's a 17-game season. They showed up thinking, oh, it's, it's just a 16-game season, right? We don't have to play 17 games, do we? That's the way they showed up. They also showed up, I'll be honest, looking like a team that thought Rodgers is back. We could just roll 12 out and the rest of us can roll out, whoever's healthy, and we'll pick up right where we left off. Nope. Certainly, they could just stroll out there in Jacksonville because the Saints haven't been home in three weeks. And we're going to have more cheeseheads in the stands than this. There'll be people with fleur de lis and popats and stuff. <laughs> that did actually appear to be the case. They don't have Drew Brees. They got Jameis. Can't guard Mike's out for who knows who knows how long. Six or more. Here are the five top receivers for Jameis yesterday: Deontay Harris, Jawan Johnson, Adam Troutman, who sounds exactly like a kid I shared bunk eight with in Camp Locanda. <laughs> Marquez, Marquez Calloway, and yeah, Chris Hogan, everybody. That Chris Hogan. 7-11. Still around. Packers felt like, okay, we got yeah. this. They looked like a team like we got this. They looked like a team where we're the Green Bay Packers. That's 12 coming back. He's back. He's our MVP. We got him. We didn't think he was going to be here. Uh, yeah, he's here. And they got steamrolled. Steamrolled. Now, what happens next is the question. And 
And I think this is going to be an outlier. I really believe it. The 133 yards that Rodgers threw is the fewest he's thrown in a loss since he threw only for 103 yards in a loss back in 2019 in late November against San Francisco. You remember that one? Mm-hmm. It was a Sunday night game, and they went into San Francisco and got absolutely curb stomped. I think coming off of a bye, too. And that was in a 13-3 and win season in which they made the NFC Championship game. They got blown out by the Bucks last year, as we all know. He threw for way less than 200 yards in that blowout loss, too. What do they do? Made the NFC Championship game. For some reason, these clunkers happen. Every now and then, they show up in one of their three regular season losses under Matt LaFleur. I don't know why. Like I told you, one of them came off a bye week against an opponent that was looking super. And they wound up going to the Super Bowl last year after beating Green Bay again. They got steamrolled by a Buccaneers team that was winning only seven of their first 12 in the process. What ended up happening? They made the... NFC Championship game and had it at home because of what happened against San Francisco the year before they weren't going to let that happen again. They went to the NFC Championship game only to lose to the team that whipped them. Does this mean the Saints are going to the Super Bowl? I don't think so. What I'm saying is that this just happened to happen in week one coming off of an offseason where we didn't think the week one would feature Aaron Rodgers at all because he wasn't coming. And we certainly thought it would feature Jordan Love because Aaron Rodgers wasn't coming, not because Rodgers and the rest of the starters did not figuratively show up. So now what happens next? All eyes peeled on LaFleur and Rodgers and Devontae Adams who tweeted out, unfortunately, a late entry for what we should name our fantasy team name because Paul Rudd, Named our fantasy team Ibupro, a walking ibuprofen. Walking ibuprofen. We've got to win. We've got to win. We're on the verge of winning. Correct. But flush it and respond. What a great fantasy team name. Yeah. Any Green Bay Packer fans, any of you in fantasy football that got drummed in week one, you should change your fantasy team name to flush it and respond. This is the 2021 version of R-E-L-A-X. Relax. Flush it and respond. Love it. <laughs> and next up is a Monday night contest. The whole country is going to be watching how they can respond and see if it has indeed been flushed against the Detroit Lions, who almost had a comeback of the ages against the 49ers yesterday. They were they were biting kneecaps in the last six minutes of that game. Well, Rich, they were out late and snuck back in the house through the back door, if you get my drift. I don't. What do you mean by that? Are you talking about like they, the Ford Field left the door open or something like that? Yeah. Ford Field left the door open. The Lions snuck in through the back door, even though they still lost the game. So the Packers, yeah. I understand. Got it. Now I get it. Yeah. I'm picking up what you're putting in your that's wallet. That's what I'm saying. Um, so that's all I'm going to say is that it is just one game. And we have seen this one game before from Green mm-hmm. Bay under the current construct of quarterback-coach combination. It happens for some reason, but we've seen it in the middle of seasons where it's already been established what the team looks like. This was week one against an opponent that was ripe for the plucking or, unfortunately for Green Bay, was ready to pluck somebody who thought they were ripe for said plucking. So I trust that they will flush it and they will respond on Monday night but man, oh man, oh man, that's what will be discussed all day on the uh, family of ESPN networks one week from today, all day long. And if the Lions can show up, as you know, Goff plays well there. He's played there before. As a matter of fact, in a playoff game last year, his final game as a ran. See what happens. 
844-204, rich number to dial. We'll take these uh, a phone call or two before Brockman gives us a, there is some news about how uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick is doing and how long he may be out. And uh, um, the protector of Zach Wilson uh, went down and got carted off from Mekhi Becton. We've got an update on that. Um, let us go to, who's been waiting the longest here? Chad in Cincinnati. What's up, Chad? Hey, Rich. What's um, good to hear from you again, buddy. Um, I was really happy with the Cardinals win last night, but or yesterday. But the thing that, that I would love to know yes. is the Cardinals did this last year. Remember, they beat San Francisco coming off the, the Super Bowl. Cardinals win in San Fran. They won. Yep. I got all excited. So this year I won't do that again, although I like what I saw yesterday. But do you – I mean – I know it's kind of an overreaction. It's sort of like Michigan, right? Michigan 2-0 looked pretty good, but I don't hear you getting so excited yet. Now, maybe I'm wrong, but I think you're kind of calm. You know, you're, you're not, like, going crazy about it. So I feel the same way about the Cardinals. What do you think? Well, if you've been punched in the face for seven straight Saturdays after Thanksgiving, how would you feel <laughs> right around Labor Day? Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So, um, But I am excited, and you should be, because, you know, your team came up with a big win, which is better than – coming out and and suffering uh, the same, you know, fate as currently 15 other teams have, and either the Ravens or Raiders will 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 suffer tonight. That's a week one loss. You didn't do that. And as a matter of fact, you came up with a win against a team that uh, is a playoff team from the last couple of years that had a huge offseason acquisition that's got everybody all fired up in – Julio Jones in Tennessee, and you went in there and you stopped the quarter the uh, rush on the way to the quarterback, and it's not just any rush you stopped; it's Derrick Henry's. I mean, there's a lot to be excited about from every phase of the game and the Cardinals. And thanks for the call, Chad. Uh, I mean, and you need to do that when you know that the rest of the division is so damn tough. You got to keep pace, and they got eight home games now in their back pocket still, but so does Seattle, and so does San Francisco. I can't. I cannot tell you how I love NFC West. I mean, every single time they play, it will be stop and watch. Stop every and single watch. doesn't matter who it is: Arizona versus Seattle, San Francisco versus the Rams. I could go on and on. Rams versus Arizona, San Francisco versus Seattle. My God, Seattle versus the Rams. My God, come on. And usually, going to be later games at night. Arizona so versus San Francisco. You just heard about that. Week one last year. Yeah, they're all Come be on. Second window. All yep. of them. All of them. Stan in Kentucky, you're here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Stan? Oh, Rich. Uh, can you hear me? I can. How you been, Stan? Uh, wonderful. I want to keep the positive vibes from Thursday. Go for I want it. I to talk to you about the Browns. That's what it takes to win an arrowhead. Perfect football. Second, I'd like to talk about the Packers. Would everybody take those uh, Instagrams or whatever, Twitters, and realize, relax. They're going to be fine because in the NFC North, there's nobody going to win nine games, and they win. However, I want to ask you about, Rich, and I'll close on this. And Brockman and TJ, thank you for wearing the New York for 2000. And one, that is wonderful. Either way, if you like the Mets or you like my Yankees or Riches, whatever, it's cool. We're not going to the World Series, but it's cool. Mm-hmm. However, how about the Bengals? Rich, in this with the Bengals, they can be like the Browns. Now, the Browns just learned how to play four quarters. That's what they learned. And then the Bengals might learn that if they keep it together, continuity. Take me away, Rich. Thank you. Like well, let, and, and Stan, before before I hang up, we hang up. Thank you for calling. Keep calling back. And and as much as I love TJ, um, and and the sensibility that you put out there that he's wearing a Met hat because of the anniversary that we all um, were thinking about this weekend. It's because Lindor hit three home runs against the Yankees. Do not. Yeah buy anything okay. else okay stan hey stan a, don't listen to rich he, he doesn't fact. know he doesn't know what's in my heart stan it, it, i do know what's in he your doesn't heart. know what's in my heart i do congratulations know. to the mess uh, i guess thank you stanley thank you I, I don't have no bad to say because i'm in the same place as tj and brockman and okay rich and the jets and oh, good. <laughs> uh, thanks for the call stan i, I appreciate it thank you bud thanks stan. to stan everybody stan in kentucky
I want to get to the quickly the information from you. So we're on time for Cliff Kingsbury. So what what's going on with Ryan Fitzpatrick um, in Washington? And the the question was already placed to Ron Rivera about Cam being yeah. potentially brought on because right, so of we, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. So we saw the Fitzmagic got hurt, went out yesterday. Hip injury, subluxation, as you said, Rich. He was put on IR today. Because of that, Taylor Heineke is going to start Thursday night against the Giants. Kyle Allen will be the backup. Uh, Fitz is going to miss at least three games, but a lot of the talk right now is that he's going to miss considerable time. So we'll see how Heineke does. Ron Rivera asked about Cam Newton, who is a free agent right now. No plans to bring Cam in. Going to ride with Heineke and Kyle Allen. Again, he wanted Cam out in Carolina. So Kyle Allen could get the opportunity. Right. Mm-hmm. When it seemed like Cam could be coming back, it was Kyle Allen who Carolina favored. Mm-hmm. There's no two ways about it. No two ways about it. And then when Ron Rivera took the job in Washington, who did he bring with him? Kyle, Kyle Allen. Allen. And who did he turn to once Dwayne Haskins was deemed unstartable? Kyle Allen. Who got hurt? Kyle Allen. Totally makes sense. What's going on with the Jets and Makai Becton? Okay, so it looked like looked like bad when Makai Becton uh, yes. got carted off yesterday. Yeah. But not as bad as it could be. Adam Schefter saying four to six weeks, arthroscopic knee surgery to clean up some damaged cartilage. Oh. All right. So four to six weeks for Makai Becton. All right. Well, another man's damaged cartilage is his damaged cartilage is another man's quad muscle. I imagine. He's much bigger than us, so there's a lot more cartilage in there. Than All right. So have. Zach Wilson's yeah. going to have to still baptism by yeah. backup <laughs> right. blindside protector. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, it's going to serve them well, as long as obviously he doesn't get completely obliterated. Mm-hmm. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. That's the update there. Let's talk to the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals, Cliff Kingsbury will join us after that big week one W by the AZC. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. very rare that I begin uh, an interview with somebody asking, who's your real estate agent? But coach, who's your real estate agent? <laughs> Lisa Roberts. She does a great job. Anybody in Scottsdale needs a spot. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Free plug. Oh, oh this is, uh, yeah, man. I mean, this is, uh, <laughs> this is the spot. This is, you, you, you got a guest room? Apparently, yeah, there's a couple. You're always welcome, man. I appreciate that. Uh, are you surprised by the reaction to your draft setup, Coach? <laughs> I think people are a bit bored these days at home. Um, they're excited about some, some live sports on TV, yes. if you will. And, yep. um, it kind of took off a little bit. And it's very finely appointed, very finely tuned. The question I have for you is the, the fire in the background. That was extra. Yeah, that was <laughs> <a bit> extra. <laughs> now, did you, did, did, does it light up when you draft Isaiah Simmons? Or, I mean, like, yeah. is that what happened? Yeah, the whole house lit up <laughs> when we got that pick. We were fired up. I bet. Like, you, you're like, fire up the coals. Fire up, you know, that, that, that probably uh, had to happen. Who took this photo? People want to know. Yeah, we had, you know, you were allowed to have one IT guy there okay. at your house. So it was one of our IT guys that, okay. that took it. And he stayed in the cabana, the IT guy? <laughs> <laughs> he did not, he did not stay in the house. <laughs> 
Did you light the fire or did you light the fire? We're all fascinated. This is fascinating to everybody. It, it, it is fascinating, isn't it? Um, yeah, I lit the fire. Okay. Go ahead, Chris. Go ahead and ask. Uh, and Cliff, did you get in the pool at any point? I did not get in the pool. That's Maybe next year. We may have some props. I thought Rabel did a great job with the props, just kind of having that weird vibe at his house. So, <laughs> it was a circus. To, I mean, next year, the, 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 the money could be on the table. I know. For, for the, Vrabel, you know. is like one, one moment shy of a draft gimp. He's one moment shy yes. of having... no doubt. Somebody is about to walk in that screen that nobody wants to see. You know, it's, it's very, it's like a couple of draft moments shy of a Pulp Fiction draft. <laughs> That's exactly right. And he acted just oblivious to all of it. That was the best part. He's just sitting there going to work and there's just, just this weirdness all around him. What's the one, um, I guess, comparison you've heard about the photographs before, I guess, we give one, what it looks like to people? What have you the, heard the most? The funniest one I saw was like, it was a picture and then they had the Brazzers logo. Like, oh, gosh. <laughs> and like that was actually like really well done. <laughs> I was going to go Cologne. I was going to go Cologne. You know, it, like, it like looked, a it Bond like villain. A, you know, Bond. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, that was fantastic. <laughs> Draft that Day was 2020. <laughs> Back here on the Rich Eisen Show. Wow. We just replayed uh, the interview portion of what he did with our next guest after he uh, uh, was part of a, an NFL draft at home, and uh, we saw what his home looked like. It was fantastic. And now he's uh, uh, getting ready to uh, head home. Well, he headed home yesterday 1-0 and after his Arizona Cardinals put the bang thing on the Tennessee Titans. What a... What a W this was for the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals and everybody else in the organization. Cliff Kingsbury back here on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you, Coach? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on, Rich. You got what was that flight home like, Coach? It was, it was good. Um, our guys were excited. Uh, I think, um, you know, we, we have some veteran leadership that came out here for a reason and, and with a purpose, and um, they were really, really excited how week one went i'm sure uh the the name jj watt rolls off the tongue certainly when you're referring to veteran leadership that came to arizona what has he brought to the equation cliff kingsbury he's really lifted up uh the entire building i mean when he walks in whether it's the weight room or meetings or you're on a zoom i mean he is intense he's looking you in the eyes he's taking notes and and that's been a great example for the young players in this this organization. Uh, none of us want to let him down, coaches and players, and and you feel that you know every every day that he shows up. Well, and then AJ Green is another, but I want to put a pin in that for the moment and just focus on the defense and what Chandler Jones did yesterday is all time single game stuff, um, Coach. What what have you seen in in Chandler? What happened yesterday? I and mean, it's not an outlier, but I just want to. I guess, lift the hood up on his performance right now. He, he's been phenomenal in training camp. I mean, to the point where certain practices, it's almost like, hey, let's sit Chandler out so we can get a pass off. <laughs> he's been, he's been that, that dominant. Um, so it's when you see that in practice and you think you know what you're seeing and then it shows up on Sunday, that's always rewarding for a coach. And he really set the tone in that, that game. He had a tackle for a loss on Henry the very first play of the game and then got the strip stack that, that put us in position for more points there early. And he was phenomenal. I assume he got a game ball. He one? did. He did. There's no doubt. <laughs> That's one of those where did did whoever uh, hands you the ball for the game ball? Or you it, there was probably no discussion about it, right? Like that. I That's mean, yeah, it. they hand you the note. I didn't even know how many sacks he had, and it said five sacks. I'm like, Jesus, really? Yeah, you he, didn't? He gets one. I didn't I know, know at the time. I'm yeah, sh- you're just on the sideline watching. You, you know he's killing it, but you don't know the exact stats. Yeah, and then two forced fumbles too. I mean, yeah. just insane. I mean, you've been around the sport. Have you seen anything like that? Before. That that's the best performance I, I've seen from a pass rusher, um, you know, as a player or, or a coach. It was phenomenal. I mean, he he dominated the entire day. And then your quarterback did as well, uh, as well. Cliff Kingsbury here on the Rich Eisen show. What did Kyler work on this non-playing season that he brought to bear in Tennessee in Week One? Really consistency and approach. Uh, last year we had our moments, we had our flashes. We didn't finish the, the way we wanted, and I think we, we both recognized we had to be more consistent. Um, you know how we approach week in and week out and then have a great game plan and, and attack, and that's what he did, whether it was his, his feet or his legs. He was aggressive and, and uh, played downhill the entire game. What's he like, man? I mean, what, walk me through what he's like. That he's he's intense. I mean, ultra, ultra competitive. 
he affects perfection each and every day. Um, and and he, he carries a chip on his shoulder, and, and you feel that at, at practice. I mean, he wants to do it right all the time. He wants to win all the time, and, and there's definitely an intensity that you feel. So where do you think that does that come from? I mean, you've been obviously around him for a very long time with your college coaching days in the state of Texas. I'm sure you were you had your eye on him for a very long time. Where, where does that come from? Yeah, I mean, it starts with his dad. His dad is, is super competitive, was a tremendous uh, college quarterback there at Texas A&M and, and just raised him that way. Whatever sport it was, whether it's baseball, basketball, football, I mean, he was always raised to be the best and, and win. And he really hadn't lost many games prior to, to getting to the NFL. And I think um, that was part of the learning curve was, hey, it's not always going to be pretty in this league. There's really good teams. You came to the last place team, and it's going to be a process. And he's had to learn to kind of battle through that. And when it comes to his uh, ability to throw and run, I mean, how how much do you – I mean, there was one play, if I'm not mistaken, where I think the next-gen stat number on the number of times that the amount of uh, yards he carried before throwing it was over 40, like something insane like that, something stupid like that. Yeah, phenomenal, I mean, phenomenal play call there <laughs> just to have him run 40 yards prior. Isn't to it? I mean, you're a genius. I mean, but, but hey, what is I it? I take all the credit. What, trust me. What's that like for you on the sideline when you're... It's a lot of no, 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 yes. You know, I mean, having worked with Patrick and Johnny, um, I mean, those guys, they make it fun to because they can turn a bad play call into a good one real quick, and that's what, what Kyler did on that play. And you're referring to Mahomes and Manziel. In that yes, far, okay, yeah. <laughs> and those, what do you say to Kyler when you see him next after yeah, play like high that? High five him, nice job, bud. And <laughs> keep it moving. I mean, those guys that had that ability, I, I learned that a long time ago. You don't want to pull the reins too tight. If right. they can make plays like that, let them let them do their thing. Well, I mean, that, there is a coaching um, aspect to this where you got to know when to push the pedal to the metal and say, "Let's not do that," or like, "Screw it." I mean, I got. I got a, a stallion here that I need to ride uh, as well and let him do what he wants to do. I'm wondering what that's like. Yeah, there, I mean, like I said, I, I was fortunate enough to learn it early in my coaching career. Um, Case Keenan was the first one. He's got those quick feet, can extend plays, and he would he would turn really bad play calls by me into really good plays. And um, since then, I've just learned, hey, if they have that ability, I mean, there's, there's a certain line you walk, but you got to let them play the game. Cliff Kingsbury here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show. I assume you saw um, Sunday Night Football. Did you catch any of it? Were you back home for any of it last I, night? I wasn't. I wasn't. I, I didn't get to see it. Okay, let me give you a scouting report. Um, if you don't, if you don't, like, this is my my way of thanking you for calling into the show. <laughs> oh, I appreciate okay. that. Okay, here's the first thing. Get a pen if you want. Yeah, and, and make a sure you're taking you notes. Take your notes. Okay. Matthew Stafford can sling it. Um, that's number one. Um, just if you are you taking this down or I got it. Okay, I very got good. It. Okay. Uh, you're taking mental notes. And and also, I'll be very honest with you, it's really ridiculously loud in that building. This is going to be something for you. To, I mean, I, I think I even saw, like, Sean McVay had to really yell. You know what I'm saying? Into his, right. and, you know, he's, he's, always, he's a yeller in general. I know that, I mean, right? When he talks, it's it's very vocal. He's, I know. He's loud just to begin with. Even I'm sure when you're at dinner with him, you just like got to tell him to keep it down. You're just ordering dinner, Sean. You, know? you can't tell him to keep it down. It, it doesn't work. Is it true he bagged you once to, to made it seem like you were tampering and, and he changed somebody's number on his phone to say Roger yeah. Goodell and made you think yeah, that Roger I still, Goodell was calling? I still have not forgiven him for that because <laughs> I had just got the job and I'm literally right. thinking we, we just lost the first pick of the draft like I'm getting fired before I can get there what did he do again and like what I think I kind of heard this story what did what yeah did he pulled out his phone and he's like oh my god dude he's like look and it said Roger Goodell and he's like and Roger is saying please tell me you're not with Patrick Mahomes at dinner and I'm like, oh, my God. And he's like, dude, he never texts me. This is not good. And so he played it up for a little bit, and then I about melted in the chair, and then uh, he let me know it was a joke. Okay, so then when you're laying it on thick on the Rams, we know why. Like, that's it. That's the way it's going to go? <laughs> it's not professional. We will do our best. They have a really good team, so we'll see how that one goes. Well, the reason why I bring it all up is I, I think the NFC West is the deepest end of the NFL pool. There's no doubt about it. And I'm wondering what you think about the competition. Clearly, you can only take care of your own house. But I'm wondering uh, if any of that thought creeps into your mindset as you get ready for another game this coming week. 
Coach. You definitely see the scores week in and week out. I mean, you have some tremendous quarterback plays, some tremendous offensive minds. Pete Carroll is one of the greatest coaches of all time, whether it's college or the NFL. And, and so you, you see it. And then when you play those games, I mean, you know it's going to be a dogfight week in and week out. And it's really helped us grow as an organization since I've been here because you know, I mean, there is no easy Sundays once you get in a conference play. And then your receiving core is off the charts. Cliff Kingsbury here on the Rich Eisen Show. Can you give me um, something you've seen from DeAndre Hopkins where you sit there and think, okay, this is why he's this great. Like, you got yeah, a moment I mean, for me? for Yeah, I would, I would say just his – I mean, he's like an ex-man with his hands. Like, his hands are the biggest things I've ever seen. And then his body control and the way he can adjust the ball when it's in there, I've never seen anything like it. And he, he's super, super competitive. Um, when he goes out there on Sundays. I mean, he wants the ball every snap. He'll, he'll let you know as a play caller he wants the ball every snap. He will. Yeah, he'll, he will tell you directly. Um, and he's probably not wrong most of the time. So <laughs> that, that makes it makes it fun to coach. No, I know that. It's just, I'll be honest, um, as somebody who has may or, maybe or may, may, may not um, have been wondering why he's not getting the ball more because of a fantasy football <laughs> contest all for three years running. Uh, I, honestly, I'm wondering if, like, because it, it – you're right. Like, not only does he grab everything in his catch radius, which is damn near half the field, but I never once think that he's did not get both feet down. Never. I, like, I agree. I mean, we had one yesterday in the back of the end zone right. that he, he yeah. it's like you don't have to look at the replay. Like, he, he found a way. Um, and if you're not getting the ball, like I said, he, he will let you know that, that he should be getting it. Can you give me an example of that, please? I mean, I mean I'll give you – here's my impersonation. Okay. Ready? All right. Yes. It's Cliff, Cliff, I don't know why you make this so hard, dog. All you got to do is throw me the ball. That's it. Just throw me the ball. <laughs> why it. do you make it so hard, coach? <laughs> I don't know. I ask myself every Sunday, give him the ball. Well, you also have uh, others there. I mean, Kirk scored twice yesterday, too. I don't know if you are aware of this statistic, that it's the first time in the history of the Cardinals that two receivers had at least two touchdowns or more. That's never happened. In the history yeah, of the Cardinals I didn't know franchise, that. I, I assumed because they had Bolden and Fitz here um, right. together for a while, so that that's surprising. But yeah, Christian's been phenomenal. We played him more outside last year. He can play outside and inside, but he's really found a role there inside in the slot and has really played at a high level all camp and, and then obviously yesterday. And now I'm going to remove the pin I put in mentioning AJ Green earlier in this interview. What has he brought to your Cardinal table, Coach? He he can still really go. Um, Quick twitch, size, catch radius, and then just the consummate professional. I mean, he's been tremendous for that wide receiver room. Uh, he and Hop, both from South Carolina, have a great rapport, and I and, uh, can't say enough good things about what AJ's brought to, to the offense. Man, Kime has put a Ferrari in your garage. I mean, this is, you know? Yeah, I, I've heard. He, he lets me know. He does. Well. Everybody's he letting you know, know stuff. I'm telling you. What's this? He just let me know. Um, but, yeah, I, I can't say enough good things. He, he uh, had a real emphasis on bringing in veteran leaders that could help us um, win now. And, and obviously, it's, it's a good group, and they're fun to be around, and they've done a great job of setting a, an example of this roster. All right, I'm going to finish up with a question again. I don't usually ask this of, of a head coach in the National Football League, but how's your house? How's it going? <laughs> how's, good. how's that, it's good. that pad? Yeah, the, the housing prices are, are booming okay. in Arizona. Okay. So how, the, and how's the fire pit is that still burning is that still burning bright right now it does it, it burns usually only after wins that's it wait you light it up light it up that's after it, yeah. w light it up. okay enjoy more importantly though do you need us to house sit it anymore? yeah that's we're crazy. ready to come over there y'all are always welcome man do a show out there no don't tell us that we're, no, we're driving Coach, do not feed the animals. Do not. Why do you got to make it so tough, Coach? <laughs> it ain't that hard, dog. Why do you? <laughs> yes! Well done. Coach, thanks for the call. Let's do this more often. I appreciate it. Thanks, Rich. Appreciate you got, it. You got it. Thanks, Coach. You got it. That's Cliff Kingsbury on the Rich Eisen Show. Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line right here after the W against the Tennessee Titans. So, so you heard him. It's road, real simple. Road trip to Arizona. In a Mercedes-Benz van. I mean, the in the Sprinter, oh, in the Sprinter van. van. We go to Arizona. We do a couple of shows from Cliff's house. We take in the game, maybe from the coaches or the owner's suite. Yes. Yeah. Let me tell you something we about like the fire. what makes the We like the fire. We Hold on a second. Pool. Here you go. The NFC West as well. Not only leads in Ws, they're all got 
four yeah. wins. And it's the deepest end of the pool, yeah. you know, where you'd love to jump into in, at, in Arizona right now at Cliff's house. Exactly. But let's put it, let's ask this question. All four coaches in a division, who would you want to, collectively, oh, oh, I got you'd this. want to have a beer with and dinner the most? Oh, oh this is it. Okay. The NFC South has got Arians and Sean Payton in it, which is lit. Okay? It's a good one. I, I, I've, I haven't hung around Rule very much, but nor he, he Arthur Smith like... off, off camera. So let's place that one aside. Okay? Okay. okay. LaFleur, Nagy, Mike Zimmer, and Dan Campbell's going to be bringing well, yes, some to the yeah. table yeah. this time. Yeah, of course. Uh-huh. Uh, Mike McCarthy, Joe Judge. We love Ron Rivera. I don't oh, know Nick yeah. Seriani. We got to place that. I mean, it just AFC West. Andy Reid. Andy Reid. You know, food's going to be great. I mean, hold on in. a second. I don't I know, know Brandon Staley. He seems to have we've had fun with him. Nice W for him. Going to get you a parking spot. Gruden. Gruden oh. is like all time anybody who's been around him. I remember him working with him at the draft, and anybody from the Monday Night Football crew with him will tell you all hotel bar slash lobby team. Of all time. Wow. Now do we get Mayock too with that? Of all we time. So you got Reed, you got <laughs> Reed, you got Andy Reed and Gruden. Vic Fangio will just I mean I don't know. Maybe he'll be, he'll be the one to give you a wedgie. I don't know. I don't, I'm know. Not, I don't know if that's the guy. <laughs> I'm just trying to think about which NFC West coach yeah. I would most want to hang. Let's just keep going. Like here. I most want to hang. Urban, Frank Reich, um David Culley. David Culley and <laughs> And Vrabel. Well, Vrabel by himself. Vrabel. Okay. Yep, Vrabel. Um, NFC, AFC North. Tomlin and Stefanski's a fun dude. I've, in the conversation we've had yeah. and the exchanges I've had with him, uh, I don't know Zach Taylor from Adam at all. And then John Harbaugh, who I adore. By the way, Harbaugh called in to the Michigan-Washington game as part of, you know, uh, uh, I'm assuming they asked him to please call in to help promote Monday Night Football, Ravens and Raiders on ESPN tonight. And all I kept thinking of, trust me, I'll listen to any Harbaugh talk. Certainly during Michigan beaten up and running down the throat of the Washington Huskies. Mm -hmm. I mean, they ran the ball down the throat. Michigan's offensive line, in honor of Michigan man Steve Hutchinson being in the building that night, just ran it down the throat. They dominated the offensive line against a very tough front. I'm just wondering if any Washington fans were still tuning in, if they were just hitting the clicker, just hearing John telling stories about Jim and Jack and who's got it better than us. <laughs> and then in the AFC East, you oh. got you got McDermott, my guy, Bill, who could tell great stories, man. Yeah, Bill's story. Bill, I mean, Fishing say what you Bill. want. You, listen, you could say what you want about his on-camera sure. press conference demeanor, but like story time meal oh. and and glass of wine. Oh, yeah. perfect. Fishing. I mean, come on. Yeah. Salah and, and Brian Flores. But when you think of the NFC West. Oh, yeah. Pete, McVeigh, Shanahan, and Cliff Kingsbury. Oh, my God. It'd be tough. That's, what, that's, that's it. No, you had any pick? No, no, there's not even. Who would you want to hang out with and have dinner with? I don't know. <laughs> that'd be a tough one. That would go, that would be an all-nighter. Are we at, oh, yeah. are we at Cliff's house? Yeah, where are we? I don't know, man. I, I'm assuming everybody's got a very nice house. I know. I mean, Pete on the Puget Sound must have was, something built, like yeah, like looks like a bond lair. Or Pete's overlooking like, or the water. Pete's like summer place down I mean, here. Here, we're probably, probably borrowing a cup of sugar from McVeigh. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, I was just gonna say he's out here. Right. We'll rock. <laughs> then Kyle in the Bay Area. I mean, you can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. That'd be amazing. TJ's tapped out. He just doesn't even. <laughs> well, because he he, he knows that even if I gave you a chance to just one on one have dinner with McCarthy, you want it. You have no interest. In <laughs> 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 That's probably why. Right That's got to be why. Even though, even though he's from Pittsburgh. I know. So what would make you say that? Because 
I'm just throwing that out there. No, if you yeah, if I had a chance to go to dinner with Coach, of course I'd. It's entirely possible <laughs> you or a member of your family have driven through the toll booth toll that he was taking yeah, the money from yeah. that one day. I mean, yeah. I usually don't take the toll roads, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, I just put it out. I just put was it driving. Twitter, he was driving back from the Foot Locker that one time. <laughs> all those years ago when McCarthy was the toll taker. Up on Twitter. <laughs> I didn't have a car back then, remember? <laughs> That's right. That's right. I gotta put all the stories together to make one narrative. I forgot. I was taking the I was taking the Monongahela incline in those days. Yeah. So NFC West coach most want to have a beer with out on Twitter right now. All right. McVeigh, Shanahan, that was fun Cliff, with Kingsbury, man. All right. We'll take uh, his phone calls and wrap up this show and get ready for the rest of the week right here on the Rich Eisen Show on Monday Night Football tonight. How did you get into uh, beach volleyball? How did you yeah. get into that to begin with? You know, I grew up in Santa Cruz. Okay. Um, I went to Stanford playing indoor volleyball my whole entire life from when I was a baby in Santa Cruz till I was at Stanford. I avoided beach volleyball because I looked like an idiot. Like I was so ashamed of my skills. I felt good indoor. Um, but I played in the Indoor Olympics in 2000 mm-hmm. and then I didn't want to go play in Europe. And so Misty May trainer, Misty May at the time, yes. was looking for a new partner. Mm-hmm. She was my idol. And I said, I might as well put my ego in check and go give it a tryout. And that one tryout changed my life. I met my future husband that day and I met my future partner who had changed, I swear to God. So who's the best athlete that's not technically a beach volleyballer that you've been around who's tried it and who could be really damn good at it? Oh. Have you ever been around like another basketball player or somebody else? I mean, well, here in the South Bay, you know, Luke Walton plays a lot. Um, the Blake head coach Griffin. of the Los Angeles yes. Lakers. What do you yeah, mean? He's they smart, play, what do they, you mean? He loves a sport. So they're down, I don't know what street they play on, but they're playing all the time. We used like to pick, have... Like pickup? Yeah, I mean, no, they get their buddies out there. We used to have TNV, Tuesday Night Volleyball. And Luke TNV. would be out there, Pete Carroll would be out there, and all of our friends. Richard Jefferson plays, you know, here in the South Bay. Okay. So, you know, all the NBAers, like... When they retire, they should come out to our sport they and should. grace us because they're so physical, obviously. Well, so hold on a second. Pete Carroll was out there? Yeah, we'd play right in front of his house in Hermosa, and Glenna, his wife, would come out. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just a good time. That was when my boys were young. I haven't done it in years. So, so. no kidding. So, sunsetting. Yes. You're, oh, you're out glorious. there in Hermosa, yeah. glistening over the Pacific Ocean. Yeah. Well, pardon me. And then all of a sudden, Pete Carroll's wife comes <laughs> out with some, like, some. We played six on six. She was back row, uh-huh. superstar. Mm-hmm. She was really good about the mindset and the enthusiasm. Um, yeah, and we'd have like these special, it always felt like there was a celebrity athlete guest. <laughs> you know, we had some track stars come out. and Right. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Our sport is for everyone, you know. But I really do like when the ball, basketballers come out and play. I know that and like all the NHLers who live in the South Bay and the Kings, they love our sport too. Right. It's like the ultimate cross training plus the ultimate lifestyle. Right. You know. And it's a blast. It's a blast. We need to get you out there. I would. Well, I just don't know if I have the the hops. Well, then you Carrie. just have to be craftier. Well, I mean, there's I mean, always workarounds. How can I be craftier? Is it a well, is it, you might get my service game going or something like that? If you got a good or? serve, I mean, just like with anything, if you have the fundamentals down, so you need good ball control. If okay. you have good ball control, then you can just be a ninja and place the ball. Mm-hmm. If you have a good serve, that's mm-hmm. a good start. Okay, but you just got to be able to pass the ball. What if I'm my best at, part of my game is rotating? <laughs> the substitution part? Yes. Like well, it, I'm already noticing some chink in the name. armor with this attitude we got going on right now because right now you're already defeated. So I will have you coach and commentate, but not play. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Jerry Judy has a high, the dreaded high ankle sprain, according to Vic Fangio. Um, and uh, that's one game we didn't really talk much about here on the show is Denver came into MetLife and just pushed the Giants around. I mean, they just they beat them up. Once again, Saquon looked pedestrian behind an offensive line that's going to have to step up, man. They're going to have to step up. Sterling Shepard had a nice game, and Daniel Jones had one in the air, one on the ground, but he does Daniel Jones things. Throw one. Run for one, fumble one. I mean, <laughs> Why it's can't just, he hold on to the ball? I don't know. Oh, yeah. But Teddy, it's gonna cost him his job. Teddy H two O, bro. Teddy two guys. And how about Melvin Gordon? Hundred yards and a score. Man, he broke away his long touchdown run. Breakaway. Here we you. go. Denver Broncos, Chargers, Chiefs, and That's tonight nice. the Raiders can make the AFC Raiders. West. 
join the NFC West, which yeah. is everybody wins. I'm picking the Raiders tonight. You yeah, are, huh? I, gotta, yeah. I think they're yeah. winning at home, too. I think home. I think you saw it last night, Rich, and that was one of your points about SoFi. I think having fans and Allegiant tonight, that's going to be a huge deal. Dude, I'm telling you, that is a totally different ball of wax. It is. And that place is going to be... It's going to be rocking tonight. Chris just said, you know, he's performing. Who is? Ice Cube and Too Short. Are they really? They're doing like a concert. Uh, O'Shea posted a video or... Of like them doing a sound check. This is gonna, this gonna be insane. Now. I gotta go. I, I, I may I, go. I have to. Are you serious? I may actually. I still have my ticket. My cop a flight. I still can go. Let's go. I may actually go. I'm thinking about Live it. Live on the ground, Mike Del Tufo. I may have to go to this. You know what Mike's definitely not doing tonight? Going, going to that, that game. game. Yeah. Nah, Just nah. saying it right now. Oh, I want to go, though. That was insane last night, man. Yeah. It was loud. And that might be, I'm telling you, it could be a difference maker. Yeah. It really can. Um, let's go to Jeff in Detroit. All right, Jeffrey. Silver lining, huh? Silver dome lining yesterday, right? Hey, yeah. Uh, you know what? And I'm feeling really, really good today because, I mean, they could have folded the tent and just packed it all in. Honestly, yesterday was my birthday. I got a chance to shoot. Hey, 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 hey birthday, brother. I really don't remember much. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Happy birthday, Jeff. But I'm a t- I tell you, it's just more, it, it's so exciting that we've reached this point because, I'm a true NFL fan, and I'm loving all the other storylines. And I promise you, now I was somewhere with my chest poked out when Jameis Winston did what he did. To, I mean, first of all, you do it against Aaron Rodgers, who I hate that's in my division. Then, you, you know, I say, well, he's going to make it to the NFC, cha- NFC Championship game, and it's looking pretty good. It's looking, And then just to see Matthew Stafford, I mean, my goodness, how do you open up a house like that? That is exactly how you do it. No man. doubt. I That's agree. How you do it. Thanks for the call. Everybody into your house. He's going to be the king of L.A. soon, man, for real. Happy belated birthday, Jeff, in Detroit. Thank See you, buddy. Sideline Mike in Atlanta. Uh-oh. Oh, Here we go. baby. Oh, What's up, Sideline Mike? He's been, football's back and Sideline Mike's back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I said, boys to go. You're going to take a tight end. First of all, you know what's going on down here? The match was there already saying on local radio that Matt Ryan's wife and kids cannot come back to the game. Did you see how lifeless he looked on the turf yesterday after Jalen Mayfield had the most forgettable fourth quarter of a rookie's career? Matt Ryan laid lifeless on the turf for about three seconds. We thought his jersey was on backwards. Listen, man, even though Panay suicide told you, Rich Eisen, Ballhead, brother. I told you in that overreaction Monday. How you don't have this man? You, the two times you were in the red zone, he's not even on the field. Come on. But no, Rich Eisen, you said this is what you were. Look, but I understand how you couldn't go in there and tell Arthur Blake, hey, brother, you got you got to eat $80 million of Matt Ryan's salary so we can uh, get Justin Fields. But, baby, this is going to be the longest season. And y'all know I'm not a Falcon fan. I'm a Cowboy fan. But I'm going to tell you, this is going to be the longest 17 weeks. Uh, brother, they're going to be a top two draft pick. Uh, Rich, I told you. I told you. Sideline Mike, everybody in Atlanta. He's back. back. He's back. Football's <laughs> back. Sideline Mike is back. He's driving around one of the worst traffic cities in the Please. planet Earth. Terrible. That he's the, uh, calling in. And he's taking his. Oh. He's taking it out on uh, guys. If, Matt if Ryan. I found this. If I could quote Sideline Mike from April the twenty sixth, you wrote it down. Yes, okay. Sideline Mike, April twenty sixth, twenty twenty one. Paper bag? Was yeah. it a paper yeah. bag? So this is this is pre paper bag. So normally it shouldn't count, but it will. Uh, if you use the whole draft to improve the Falcons D, they'd still give up thirty five points. That was that was. Sideline might go. Well, while we're on the uh, subject of venting, Adam, our call screener, who is Mike Del Tufo's plus one. Del Tufo took Adam to the game last night to see his Bears do what uh, we thought they would do. What's up, Adam? The Bears are who we thought they were, and uh, (laughs) the Rams did not let them off the hook. It was bad. Uh, I will say, though, it was a great experience. SoFi is an amazing stadium. Del Tufo is going to be the mayor of SoFi, by the way. This guy talks to everybody. Yeah, that was when <laughs> things started to go downhill. Mm-hmm. Uh, For you, not me. Del Tufo is talking to everybody around him. He's talking to the bartenders. This guy is, he's going to become the king. Like, they, they poured him stiffer drinks after he started chatting. You know what he was doing. So, um, Adam, uh, you said before, what did, what did Adam say when he came on the floor off, off uh, on Friday? What did he say that, you, that, that 
that Dalton was going to throw three touchdowns just to really piss <laughs> yeah, you just, off yeah, and just, 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 just to spite yeah, you yeah. and that he was going to stick around. But he didn't He didn't do that, uh, Adam. So what do you think? You think they should put Fields in there or what? What do you think? It's time. It is. Enough's enough. I mean, I'm not saying Dalton was awful, but he's not going to do anything that's going to make us win the game. Fields is a difference maker. We need to start the future of the franchise right now. Every other team is doing it. The Patriots are doing it. Yep. Jags are doing it. It's time for the Bears to step up or else Nagy's going to be in trouble. And I'm not going to be happy. Adam, I need to be happy. Adam, the call screener. We want Adam. Yeah. We need a happy Adam. Otherwise, people are going to be calling in, and he's the first voice they hear when they call he's, the Rich Eisen he's show. He's the first line of defense. He, he, was, it was, he was so upset. Mm. Like the first couple plays when the guy screwed up the Bears. I was cracking well, like, up. Actually, the first couple plays was uh, No, no, after they good. started screwing up. It was nice. Um, he's like, that's it. He was like, keep fields in the game. He's screaming. Everybody around us is like, and Rams fans. And you're talking to everybody, huh? Oh, oh yeah. Rich, come on. That's yeah. what I, mean. I love it. Yeah. I'm a Rams fan. <laughs> you guys don't. I've that's never had does. a team. Were you talking to the lady behind your right over there? <laughs> uh, no, he was too busy no. Instagramming out pictures of the cheerleaders. These guys were mad. I was like, they're right in front of me. It's like, I'm close. <laughs> he did that, Rich. He's like, hey, this is how good my seats are. Yeah, I hey, see look, the cheerleaders. I'm hey, like, that's a weird seats. flex. There's a cheerleader. Mike. That's a weird or, flex. Or the game on the field. How about tell me how close you are to Matt Stafford or, or, or Aaron Donald. Like, yeah, like, hey, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm I'm the one who's got the ultimate SoFi flex from last night. Oh, here we uh, go. Yeah, true, Watch. True. Uh, Go, Rich. Are you about to post pictures? No, I don't think I don't know if I've got oh. pictures. Oh, I, I thought, thought you were selfie. Yeah. No, you. Actually, I thought you were setting up. Of what? You know, I could, me, me emceeing the opening of SoFi Stadium on behalf of the Rams. No, that was he wouldn't do that. He wouldn't do that. I walked in, you're that. up on the big screen. I'm like, no. Adam, we are. We don't. Yeah, I was up on the big. I mean, screen. big Rich. game was there, and Jackie Slater. Like that was, was cool. Awesome. That was pretty cool. Like, yeah, that was great. Yeah, yeah. Was cool. and then and then going to the owner's suite and seeing Anthony Anderson and said the entertainer was there. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, that was good. Too. I can get to El Segundo to Inglewood. <laughs> yeah, by the way, yeah, that was good. That's right. Yeah. You know, I can get into the Maverick Carter was there so last night. Invite me. Oh yeah, man, it's gonna be a place to be. Whoa. Oh, I don't I know if imagine. I'll ever get back in there. Again, hey, Rich. But, uh, no. Apparently, with our proximity, this is also gonna be a place to be. Hopefully, I hope so. with, yeah. with the people that you met there at the yeah. game, and, and yeah. then Come and on. then I don't like using this analogy because it means we're the dark side, we're the evil empire, but. The great NFL Network new setup. We we turned on the the laser, the Death Star ultimate machine laser that destroys competition, which is that field outside of our set with SoFi behind it. I took a panoramic shot. That's ridiculous. Wow! As I stepped on the field, that's that is not. There's no filter there. That is it. Wow! And that's on my Instagram at Rich Eisen. First of all, I that's unbelievable. Props for your your steady hand with the panorama because usually it's hard to get. No, I get those good. Dude, I mean, this is just not my first rodeo. I'm just saying, I'm giving you props. And I appreciate that. I appreciate that. (laughs) Chris Webber's on tomorrow's show. Yeah, Hall of Famer Chris Webber. C Webb. So you're taking the Raiders tonight, huh? I'm taking the Raiders tonight, man. I don't know. The Ravens are just one of those teams. Every time you think they're out. And eight's still playing tonight, right? Eight's playing tonight. Eight's playing tonight. Ah, uh, the autumn wind is a pirate. <laughs> Monday night football. The Ravens against the Raiders. It's the first time that people drank all day and then showed up and had a nightclub in the end zone watching Derek Carr and the Raiders. Big bag of leaves at the mic for the worldwide leader in sports. <laughs> and the Manning Brothers on ESPN+. And Rich Eisen on Westwood One. Chat Tuesday. Chat Tuesday.